Welcome to the Ideal Investor Show. This is the podcast where we help you challenge your mindset and discover where you are. Tired of stories about other people's success? We can help you change your life, determine your time freedom point and join us on the journey to financial success. Let's go. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Ideal Investor Show. And today I want to talk to you a little bit about how we are investing and how we, for anybody who joins our community of ideal wealth growers in the residential real estate investing market. And just as a reminder for those of you who are new to the show, our focus of investing is on residential real estate, meaning like single family houses, duplex, triplex, fourplex, because all of that falls into a big umbrella of rules and tax filing laws and all that kind of stuff that I believe are probably the most beneficial that I can think of in the tax code because the government obviously wants for people to be investors and provide um, housing for the community because the alternative would be that the government would have to do it. And I'm pretty sure you all agree that we wouldn't really want that to be the only way on how real estate could be done for anybody who needs to rent. Now, if anybody looks at the stuff that we do, you may have already recognized that we are doing a couple of things different than other organizations. The first being that we look for where are the locations and the relationships of providers that we have so that we can get our hands on properties that are really well performing. And that means if you have work, your job, you run a business in a location where real estate is relatively expensive or rents are relatively low, you won't get good performance. Just yesterday, I spoke to somebody who says, well, I'm here in the LA area. And like, even if I go a little bit outside, you know, where it's really not so much city or metro area anymore, like more towards the desert, a small house is still about $400,000 and I get $2,500 in rent. Well, that's not a good performance. What we would want to have is two houses, each for $200,000 and each getting $2,500 rent. That would be good performance. Now, obviously, anywhere in the Los Angeles uh, area or in, in the California area, you won't find that unless you go totally remote where nobody lives, which you don't want to have because nobody's renting that either. Right, So we go into locations where properties are performing well, where we can buy a $150,000 or $180,000 property for $1,600 or $1,900 of rent. That's good performance. So when we look at what we are actually offering our clients, anybody who wants to join our community and become an ideal wealth grower, just like I am and, and many other people in our, in our group, then you will find that we almost never work, I don't even remember for years and years and years that we have worked with any kind of real estate agency. We work directly with the providers, oftentimes turnkey companies, where they find a property, renovate it, put it on the market, they offer it to us, we get it appraised to make sure that it's a fair value, and then they also manage it for us. So no real estate agency, no agents involved, but we can also directly buy from people who renovate properties. We can directly buy from people who wholesale properties. We can even in some cases directly buy from other investors who just decided they want to take the money that their properties made for them and do something else with it. I don't advise it, but you know everybody has the freedom to make their own decisions. And so sometimes properties come on the market directly from current owners. 
What all of that has in common is that no real estate agencies, no real estate agents and brokers are involved. And therefore, there are also no real estate agent or broker commissions. And if you pay attention as an investor or potential investor or starting investor in real estate, you will have probably seen in the media that there is currently a growing fight going on about real estate commissions. And I don't want to really take any sides or necessarily try to say what's right or wrong. I really only want to get two messages across. The first one is that I believe the way this whole thing is set up is very, very unfair. And what I mean unfair is not for so much for the buyer or for the seller, but from the perspective of people who work in the industry. And I want to give you that little example because that is something that I experienced myself. When I was still in the Air Force, we were stationed in a city called Alamogordo, New Mexico, close to Holloman Air Force Base, which is kind of like in the southern part of New Mexico. And houses in that area when I was there, and that hasn't really changed very much, were basically anywhere between like 75,000 and 150,000, maybe 200,000. Our, we got a brand new custom built home and that cost $180,000 at the time. Admittedly, that is more than 20 years ago. But if you think about it, let's just take the example of about $100,000. That was pretty common. You could get like a regular house, nothing fancy, nothing brand new or so forth, around $100,000, $150,000. So that basically means uh, and and by the way, I, I know and I knew at the time Mike, who was the owner broker of a Coldwell Banker real estate agency in town. We became pretty good friends. So he, as the broker owner, got up to 6% commissions if he was able to represent both the buyer and the seller. But if you think about that, on a $100,000 house, that's $6,000, or $150,000 house, that's $9,000. Right. And he has to find it and do all the support and do the earnest money and work with the bank and all the steps that anybody who has ever bought a piece of real estate knows about. Then when I finished and retired from the Air Force, we were moving to the Santa Barbara area because a software company actually recruited me and gave me a job there. And I really loved it. And the area is super, super, super nice. But our house that we ultimately sold in Alamogordo for around $200,000 would have probably cost something like $1.5 million in Santa Barbara. Now, obviously, we couldn't afford something like that, so we had to look for something else further out and so forth and so forth. But the point is, we sold that house for about $200,000 in Alamogordo. And the real estate agents getting the maximum 6% would have made $12,000. That exact same house for the exact same effort of paperwork, of advertising and stuff like that, being a million-dollar house at 6% would have given the people that do the work $60,000. And that is the point that is now going through the media. Why is the work that one person in one location is doing worth five times, eight times, ten times more than the other? And I believe that is really, really unfair. And I'm a big proponent to say if somebody does work, it should be valued properly. Right? And if you say the work of an agent is worth $50 an hour, $80 an hour, $100 an hour, that's fine. And if they work 100 hours on it, then they should get $10,000 for that. But it's not that the value of the work provided by somebody in an expensive location is somehow higher value than in a not-so-expensive location. 
And that's what people are up in arms. And then on top of that, and I am not going to comment on that, but on top of it, there are many um, accusations that different real estate agencies are actually or have been uh, colluding with each other so to basically collect more fees. And in some cases, going as far as somebody basically wanting to sell their house and then getting in touch with an agent, and the agent is basically then insisting that they have to have an ex exclusive agreement with that agency for an elevated fee. And if they don't sign that exclusive agreement, then they don't get on the MLS. And if you're nowadays not on the MLS, then nobody on Redfin, Zillow, uh, Realtor.com and so forth can find your property because all these platforms, as nice as the technology is, are all pulling the data from the MLS in the United States at least. Right, so there is kind of like a, a requirement. If you're not on the MLS and you want to sell your house, it's very, very hard to do, right? So all these kind of shenanigans and things are a pretty dark chapter. But my point about it is, number one, I never understood and never supported the fact that somebody doing the same exact job in same exact industry for the same exact thing in some cases gets six, eight, ten times more than another person just because of the location. So that's one thing. The other thing, and I believe in the, in the bigger picture is even better, even though I don't like that and I think it's not fair. The really, really good thing is if you work with us, if you want to become an idea wealth grower, then you can pretty much be assured that those uh, real estate agencies and the agents and the brokers and stuff are, won't, won't even be in the picture because we work directly with those who provide the properties directly to us and there are no real estate agencies in between. So it's not necessarily that I'm saying that's a huge saving, but at least we can say we deal directly with those who know all about the property and don't just want to make a sale. So I would recommend, <clears throat> if you're interested, Keep an eye on how this is actually evolving in the news and, and what will ultimately happen because the courts have already decided in one of the cases that the way the commissions were calculated was wrong. And I think there will be more and more and more of those kind of things. And we might in the end actually see that the whole industry is going to get changed so that you either go to an hourly billing or stuff like that. But for us, the beauty is that we're dealing directly with the owners, with the turnkey providers, with the um, wholesalers and we don't deal with real estate agents and agencies so if you work with us then you're out of that picture but i think it's important because most of us ultimately for our own residency go through real estate agencies and i wanted you to understand where we are and why this is all changing and why you're seeing it in the news so i hope that was informative if you want to talk about how to become an idea wealth grower please go to idealinvestorshow.com find the green button book a call And let's have a conversation and see if you like to join our community and let me help you become an investor yourself as well. That's it for today. Be well, stay safe, and I talk to you tomorrow.